You're listening to the Rooted Feminine Podcast, the place for sovereign women who want to honor just how potent they truly are. I'm your host, Marissa Lawton, a former licensed psychotherapist turned sacred steward, and it's my mission to help women cultivate grounded relationships with their feminine energy and step more fully into their divinity. I walk alongside feminine seekers as they remember their magic, reconnect with ancient rhythms, and reclaim their divine power. By moving beyond patriarchal constructs and good girl conditioning, we are all able to co-create a life of spiritual intention. Each week, we will work to root spiritual concepts in the earth and in the body. You'll get a sense of what it's like to open yourself up to your mysticism like never before and you'll be inspired to walk the feminine path, pouring into yourself and the collective around you. From the way you make your money, to the way you trust your path, and the way you show up in the world, you really can embody your soul's truth. So keep listening and prepare to enter Temple Space. Hey sisters, let's be honest. There's a difference between your spiritual path being something you do and being who you are. We're all here listening today because we're craving the embodied power that is possible when we resurrect our relationship with ancient and sacred wisdom. But none of us is alone when we realize we have a lot of work to do, individually and collectively, in order to help the divine feminine truly rise. Truth is, there are generations worth of deconditioning and decolonizing work that needs to happen for goddess energy to feel safe enough to flourish and each of us has a different soul calling and dharmic purpose to help her do just that while this all sounds so magical it's not really that easy to step out of the systems and structures we've known all our lives even if our intuition is screaming at us to do so and we all could use a little guidance on how best to bravely step onto the feminine path this is why i made you an insightful quiz In nine grounded questions, you'll see exactly where you're at in your divine feminine journey and what could help you most as you root into your spiritual growth. It's super easy for you to take and it will give you incredible insight into awakening your magic and stepping into your power. Simply head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash quiz to take the first step in your rerouting journey. Hey sisters, welcome to episode 17 of Rooted Feminine. I'm excited to be here and this episode is just so pertinent for me right now because life is lifing. So I really wanted to sit and chat with you about the difference between being grounded and being rooted and how those terms get used interchangeably, especially in the feminine spiritual space, but how they actually mean two different things. And if you are like me with your kiddos back in school or your job being crazy or your partner needing extra support or extended family, aging parents, like all the things, if all the things are happening to you or for you right now, you might really love the Sacred Living Audio Summit that I have coming up in just a few weeks. Of course, you can check all the details out over at rootedfeminine.com slash sacred. But what we're really doing is just getting together as a circle of wise women who have reclaimed our wisdom, reconnected with our magic, 
re-rooted in our power. We are all sharing our best tips for you to bring a little bit more sacredness into your every day. When life is lifing, like I said, to be able to find the sacred in that, even if it just means 30 seconds of finding some me time or whatever, making that me time sacred. So I would love to have you join us over there. It is an audio summit and it will be completely bingeable for you. So you will be able to, on the day we go live, which is October 2nd, you will have access to more than 20. We still have some wise women joining our circle. So right now we are at 24 and more are joining every day. So you will have more than 20 recordings to listen to and you will have lifetime access to them. So you can go back and listen to them again, or you can take your time going through all the interviews and just feel into what serves you best in that moment. We have women talking about sacred and holy money, sacred and holy motherhood, sacred and holy business, sacred cycles and rhythms, all of the things, right? So we have Ayurveda experts. We have energy experts. We even have business experts who have learned how to work and bring sacredness into their business. So this is going to be a really well-rounded event where you've got 30 plus probably wise women who to learn from, to sit down and be in circle with, and just to soak them up, soak up their crone energy coming through, soak up what they want to share with you. So again, that link is rootedfeminine.com slash sacred. And that's where you can go and save your spot. All of the interviews will be going live on October 2nd and all week we'll be having special events and special things happening. So you definitely want to save your spot for the sacred living audio summit. All right. So again, I said this episode was really pertinent to me right now because geez, we just started two new kids in a brand new school. One of my kiddos has a 504 plan. So she needs special accommodations and all at her old school, all the teachers knew her and loved her and were totally got her quirkiness and things like that. And now we're at this new school and I just feel like I have to justify it all over again. It opens up new wounds it, or old wounds causes new wounds. So that's just one of the things that's going on. And then anytime you have cross country move, me and my partner are just like butting heads and it just feels like every area of my life is pulling me in a bunch of different directions, making me feel very ungrounded and making me feel very unrooted. And so I want to talk about the difference between those two things today because I think that it makes it makes a difference understanding how they are different concepts, right? Especially as somebody who's walking a spiritual path, there are times when grounding serves you and there are times when rooting serves you. There are times when you are actually looking for a feeling of groundedness and there's times where you're actually yearning for or aching for a feeling of rootedness. So I really want to give that some attention because I right now am looking for both and that might be you as well. And because you're here listening to Rooted Feminine, there are a few things that I can assume about you and you probably are nodding along as I'm talking. Because you're here choosing this podcast to listen to, I can probably guess that you have really a deep reverence for Mother Earth and you have a deep reverence for her seasons and her cycles, right? Somebody who's on the feminine path understands that it's not always going to be love and light. It can't be spring and summer 
all year round. We have to have a fall or a shadow season. We have to have a winter or a healing season or spring and summer would completely lose their significance. They're only light because they are juxtaposed by the dark. So somebody listening to this show, you listening right now, I know that you get that. I also get that you value your connection to the planet, just not more or at least equally to the way that you value ascending your consciousness or personal growth or trying to get to the next level, right? A lot of you listening see that your connection to the next level is actually through your connection to Mother Earth, right? That we are not separate from this planet. We are of this planet. Our bones, our blood, our cells, our hair, we are of this planet and we are universal bodies, right? There's two things happening at one time, right? Just like we have to hold space for the light and the dark, the two things that happen cyclically, we must also hold this both and. Yes, we are both universally divine beings and we are of the earth. And I know because you're listening to the show that your connection to the sacred is important, right? And you want to know how to use your sacredness as a tool for the stressful moments, right? We don't want to just go through life on autopilot. And we certainly don't want to be reactive like people who blow up at our kids or blow up at our partners or whatever, right? Our spirituality, our sacredness is a tool for us. We are on this path for a reason. Sure. Some of us are seeking our Dharma and our purpose through spiritual means. Some of us are looking for that personal growth and that personal betterment through spiritual means. And some of us understand that our spirituality is not just something that we do, but it is who we are. And that's what being here, listening to each, to this show, whether you're listening to this the day it came out or several weeks later, right? You're still part of our community. You can know that there are other women listening who feel the same way as you do. We are creating a sisterhood here. And I think that is so important to lean into, to know that we're not alone. Even if we don't have to be in the same room with somebody, we can know that there is a thread connecting us and our hearts and our souls and those of us who are on this path, right? And I think because of the fact that we are connected to this planet and are, we're connected to our spirituality and our sacredness and we're connected to our seasons and our cycles, we also are likely people who put a lot of energy and a lot of emphasis into remaining grounded. So the term grounded, whether it's a spiritual term for you or whether it's like synonymous with like humble, right? Remaining grounded is probably one of your core values, right? And really there's a few definitions of grounded, right? If I was going to put my psychotherapist hat on and tell you what grounded is, it would be somebody who has a regulated nervous system, somebody who is not reactionary to the environment or the people around them, who just has a balanced or regulated nervous system, right? And in a spiritual sense, it's somebody who knows their worth, knows their value, knows their meaning, knows their purpose, is on their soul path, right? We can think of that groundedness in terms of on that spiritual lens, right? By being grounded in both of these like references, right? In the mental health kind of definition or in the spiritual definition, what you're really able to do 
is respond, right? In the therapy world, we have this phrase respond rather than react. So when you are grounded or working on your groundedness, you are able to take in the information from your environment because again, from the therapy lens, your nervous system is balanced and not already agitated or aroused nervous system. So you're taking something in and you're able to say, I'm going to use my discernment here. Discernment being a feminine magic, something on the feminine path is to be discerning. And you're able to say, how do I want to respond to this situation? How do I want to show up? How do I want to speak here? How do I want to act here? Do I even want to be here right now? And you're able to use your discernment. And of course, again, that regulated nervous system, but also from that spiritual place. Is this true for my soul? Is this true for me at this moment? Does this serve my highest and best? Is this helping me on my path of spiritual growth? Or is this not for me? Okay. But I think, like I was saying earlier, something that tends to happen on our spiritual path is that we confuse being grounded with being rooted. Okay. I know these terms get thrown around like they're the same thing a lot, but there is a difference. And it's important for us to understand what that is. Because when we are emphasizing grounding, we have a tendency to, now I'm talking in generalities here. This is not always true or always true for every person, right? We're coming at a general consensus, but when we have an emphasis on grounding, we're placing the power outside of ourselves, right? The environment has the power and we need to hopefully respond rather than react to that environment, right? But we're still saying that the environment has the power, okay? There is an external stimuli out there, be it another person, be it traffic, be it your boss, be it the weather, be it anything that is outside of you and you are reacting and responding. Hey sister, I've got a question. How many times in the past few days have you lost your shit at your kids or your partner, been tempted to flip someone off in traffic, felt meh about your to-do list, or sensed a disconnect from your body when you looked in the mirror? Basically, how often have you been stressed or simply going through the motions? This is the feeling we get when our feminine magic is slipping through our fingers, when we can sense our power but not quite grasp it. You might think that the answer is to run off to some spiritual retreat, to remove yourself from the triggers of everyday life, and to fully immerse yourself in divine energy. But what happens when you get back home? when you're right back in the thick of your life and your business. See, we are modern mystics, but we are not monks. We feel our spiritual best when we're communing with our ancestors at the grocery store, when we're listening to our womb wisdom at the doctor's office, when we're advocating with heart unconditional love at the parent-teacher conference, and when we're calling in our soul contracts while we make our money. We do not need to run away from the everyday stressors in our lives. What we need is to saturate them with sacredness, which is why I am so excited to invite you to my upcoming Sacred Living Audio Summit. I've gathered more than 20 of my closest friends to bring you some no shit wise woman advice on how to make even the most mundane moments of your everyday life 
feel magical. Beginning October 2nd, you'll get access to our private podcast feed where you'll find exclusive interviews with the most powerful women I know. It's going to be full of divine downloads and wisdom to help you embody your feminine path. So if you're ready to start living your most magical life yet, head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash sacred to join us for this exclusive event. Remember responding, the way you can think of that is a response takes a pause where a reaction is like instantaneous, like you're just reacting. And you might think of this as like flying off the handle or like reacting in a negative way. You can react in a positive way too, right? But it's still not conscious, okay? Grounding helps you bring consciousness to your reaction. It allows you to respond. But remember, when you're focused on grounding, you're responding to the external stimuli. You're responding to something outside of you that is holding power over you. Okay. And the other thing that happens when you focus on grounding is that you're focusing on a temporary fix because there's always going to be something, right? It's always something. It's always going to be the next thing. If it's not your job this week, it's your partner. If it's not your relationship this week, it's your boss, right? It's always going to be something. So if you're always responding There's always going to be the next thing. So grounding is really more of a temporary fix. Okay, so instead what we can do is we can shift our intentions to living a more rooted life, right? And grounding is a tool that helps you on your rooted life, but it's not the same thing. Because when you are focusing and shifting your intentions to being more rooted, what you're doing is connecting to the power within you right? When you are always sourcing the power from inside, it's like I see this woman who's just like sitting in the middle of a hurricane or a tornado, right? And she's connected to her own power and there can just be complete and utter chaos going on around outside of her. And yet she knows that within herself lies the power, right? So when you're grounding, you're like, oh shit, there's a tornado around me. What am I going to do? Let me sit down and let me ground, right? But when you're rooted, you're just already there. You don't have to respond. You are sourcing the power within yourself. And what that allows you to do is really proactively design the life that you want to live and the experiences that you want to have. What is part of my rooted life? Let me cultivate, let me curate an environment that just doesn't have these stimuli in them. So again, grounding, reacting to the external stimuli, rooting, proactively curating or proactively cultivating a life that doesn't have the stimuli in it that you don't want, right? Again, using your discernment, showing up for yourself, reclaiming your power, okay? And this allows you to have the experiences that you want to have and to negate to not even give power or attention to the experiences that you don't want to have. And so when we juxtapose this again to root or to grounding, where grounding is the temporary fix, rooting is cultivating a long-term growth, right? Rooting is rebirthing into whom you want to be going forward. What is your next highest and best version of your life? What is you following your soul's path and your soul's truth 
that is creating a rootedness within you. So I don't want it to seem like I'm knocking a grounding practice. Having a grounding practice is incredibly important, but this is how I want us to think of it. Being grounded is different than being rooted because being grounded is temporary. It's a tool in your toolbox. Your grounding practice helps you when the chaos comes. Because I will say, even if you're cultivating a rooted life, there's still things you are you can't control. When you surrender to the divine and when you surrender, you're rooted and you're creating this environment that you're removing the things that you don't want there, there's still in, like variables that we don't have control over, right? Things can be going great and then something happens. So we still need that grounding practice. I think about this again with my kiddos. I have one kid who's a good sleeper and I have one kid who's a good eater. And my good eater might be having like a really great few weeks. Like she's just eating all the food I put in front of her. She's yeah, give it to me. I'll try something new. And then one day she's just, I'm not eating it. No. And she throws a tantrum or whatever, right? Even though I am working on building a rooted life, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be things that come up. And so this is why a grounding practice is helpful. Having that toolbox that you're like, okay, what's going to help me here? Breath work, visualization, what's going to get me grounded in this immediate moment? That's still very important. It is important on our conscious living journey to have a method that brings us back to center, right? But when we're rooting, we're trying to just always be in center, right? So there's this internal control and external control. Again, in therapy, we call this the locus or location of your control. So where is your locus of control? If your locus of control is external, then you'd be working on a grounding technique or a grounding practice. If you're consciously working to bring your in your locus of control internal, if you're consciously trying to come from a place of internal power, then you're building a rooted life. It's not an either or. It's a both and. Both of these things go together. Both of these things are essential. They contribute to your spiritual path in different ways. Okay? So grounding is a tool or a technique, not a way of being or living. This is where rooted comes in. Rooted is the way of being. Rooted is the way of living. Grounding is the tool or technique that contributes to you being rooted. When we are rooted, we are so connected to our souls and so connected to our sacredness that we're able to be in that continuous state of co-creation, right? Now, different dharmas teach this differently, different dogmas. Sorry, I used the wrong word. Different dogmas teach this differently, right? Trying to reach nirvana or trying to reach enlightenment. Those would be of a Hindu tradition or maybe a more Buddhist tradition. I don't think, again, that we're ever in this continuous state of co-creation. Wouldn't that be lovely? Wouldn't that be lovely if we could all just be hermits and go move into the our witch's hut in the woods and go go do that. <laughs> that would be incredible. And some of us are doing that. Some of us are moving out of town, trying to work off grid, forming more homesteads and things like that. And that is beautiful and great. Others of us still live in a downtown city and we work in a high rise and all of this other stuff. 
it doesn't matter what, I guess it, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but remember the idea of being rooted is that you can be dropped into any environment. You can be that homesteader picked up and dropped in the middle of New York city. And it doesn't shake your roots because your roots extend down into the ground and they are so solid that you can be placed in a different environment. You are so connected to your soul. Now, again, this continuous state of co-creation would be lovely, but everybody here listening is a modern mystic, right? We love the ancient practices. We love the ancient wisdom and we're all about that, but we also know that we live in the year 2023. And so continuous state of co-creation probably looks different from us. Maybe you are in a state of co-creation when you're in the pickup line at school for 30 minutes or an hour. And that's when you can get sacred, right? Or that's when you can get in touch with your soul and you can give yourself 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever, right? Maybe it's on your lunch break. Maybe you have a really great morning routine. If you don't have a great morning routine, shameless plug, go over to the Rooted Feminine shop and buy your morning routine reimagined training and it'll teach you how to do a morning routine, right? So Could we be in a continuous state of co-creation? Maybe not. Most likely not, right? It's a goal. It's a lovely ambition. It's a lovely thought. I feel like this more when I get to go on vacation without my kiddos, quite frankly, but sometimes without my partner in those solo days or solo week or maybe a solo 20 minutes. Again, anybody's state of co-creation is going to be different. When you are really in communion with your soul, some of us have a lot more time than others. I think what's important is that we're making the effort, that we're designing our lives so that we're able to have more and more of these moments and to learn how to make even the most mundane moments more sacred, right? Our energetics help shape the energetics of the environment around us. So again, when we're just focusing on grounding, we are seeing a chaotic environment and we're saying, oh shit, this sucks. I don't like this at all. Let me do some breathing or let me respond to this. So we have to almost make our energy the opposite of what's happening around us. Again, good technique. I'm not knocking grounded at all, grounding at all. We want this. We want to know how to do this. However, the more rooted you can be and the more you can already be in the energy that you want, your environment will react and respond to your energy, right? So where is the locus of control? Is the locus of control outside of you and you're having to work on changing your energy so there's a mismatch or are you working on internally shifting your energy so that the environment then has to match you. Okay. So that's a good way to think about it. So again, it's not to say we're never going to get stressed or triggered if we're on a rooted path. We absolutely will. Right. And that's why it's great to have a grounding practice. But the more of a rooted life that we can cultivate, the less these stressors and triggers will even bother us to begin with, and the more our environment will mold to match us. The more our environment will mold to match us. So 
If you want help with this, if you want help like cultivating little pockets of sacredness, or if you want help just bringing more sacredness to the mundane moments, if you want grocery shopping to be more sacred, if you want doctor's appointments to be more sacred, if you want school PTA meetings to be more sacred, then I would love for you to grab your spot at the Sacred Living Audio Summit. Again, a bunch of my spiritual besties and I are sharing our tips for finding sacred in the most mundane moments of our life. We have money and decision-making. One of my good friends, like a soul sister, is going to be sharing her intuitive decision-making matrix. So how she makes decisions with intuition. Okay. So making your decision and that's anything. It's like, what do I want to have for dinner? Let me learn how to make this an intuitive decision. What do I want to do next in my business? Let me learn how to make this an intuitive decision, bringing more sacredness to these mundane things that we get bored with or that we get frustrated by. Let's bring sacredness. I've got women talking about feminine joy. I've got women talking about feminine, like body movement, embodiment, talking about ecstatic dance and just such fun stuff is going to be on this summit. So if you want to be a modern mystic who lives in the year 2023 and has the ability to call the sacred in any moment, you're going to want to join us for this summit. And there is going to be a wise woman participating who is going to share exactly what you need in this moment. Again, money, motherhood, decision-making, body work, body image, everything. It's all going to be there. We cannot wait to have you join us. So make sure you have access to all of the audio interviews. Again, they'll be bingeable for you and we'll have other fun things going on that week. So you're definitely going to want to register over at rootedfeminine.com slash sacred. All right. I hope this has been really helpful for you to sit with the idea between grounding and rooted to see where you are having an external locus of control, giving your power to your environment versus having an internal locus of control, giving your power to yourself. All right. So I will see you guys back here next week and we will enter again into temple space. Thank you so much for listening to Rooted Feminine. For show notes, links, downloads, head over to rootedfeminine.com slash podcast, where you'll be able to build a deeper relationship with me and the show, as well as sink into all past episodes. If you loved what you heard today, it would be so kind of you to share it with your divine feminine friends, subscribe to the show, and even leave a review. Cannot wait to connect with you next week.